if you recognize a nail issue and you can't get it under control in a reasonable period, absolutely see a board certified dermatologist. I, I want to emphasize that because in addition to relatively minor issues that can occur to the nail that I would categorize as more kind of mild cosmetic, there are a lot of very serious issues, including cancers of the nail. Hey, it's Julie with It's a Nail Thing, brought to you by Orly, where we highlight voices of leaders in every aspect of the nail industry to share with you career guidance, growth hacks, and hilarious stories. Whether you're a licensed nail pro or a nail enthusiast, there's room for all of us to build fulfilling careers, so stick around to learn and laugh. Today's episode was recorded via Zoom, so apologies if there are some moments that skip here and there, but I can't wait for you to hear this interview, so let's get into it. Welcome to It's a Nail Thing, brought to you by Orly. Today is very exciting because we have board-certified dermatologist, Dr. Dana Stern, and she is the assistant clinical professor of dermatology at Mount Sinai in New York City. She specializes in nails, and she's also developed the nail renewal system. I love that you're dedicating so much of your career to nails. It's so great to have you on. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. Awesome. So I think everybody would just love to hear your story and how you got into you know, dermatology and what made you specialize in nails and care so much about the nail industry? Sure. So early on in my medical career, when I was actually doing dermatology research, the chairman of the department where I was doing research came over to me and said that I should apply for a research grant for this organization called the Council for Nail Disorders. And At the time, I was very excited about being a dermatologist. Dermatologists treat skin, hair, and nails, but I certainly did not have any interest in nails. But when when your chairman or chairperson tells you to do something, you kind of, you know, how high should I jump kind of thing. And so I applied for this research grant. I was awarded the grant and we ended up doing this really breakthrough, interesting study on actually brittle nails that ended up being published in the premier dermatology journal, the um, Journal of the American Academy of Dermatology. After that, nails just became kind of my passion and my focus, my corner of the universe, so to speak. I fast forward, graduated from Mount Sinai in New York City as chief resident in dermatology. I went into private practice. And interestingly, when I first started practicing, I would say my practice was about 10% nail patients, but very quickly it grew and grew because it's such a niche. And I think people really appreciate niche expertise these days. There's a lot of people out there who are kind of professing expertise. And now my practice is a hundred percent nails. So it's, it's really, um, it's so hyper-focused and I love it because I get to see, you know, every issue out there. That's how it all started. (laughs) I love that so much. And it's, it's so true though, because, you know, as a nail tech, you know, when we're trying to learn all these things about nails, it's, it always seems left behind compared to skin and hair and stuff like that. But why do you think that is? Why is it always nails is not looked into as much? So I love that you brought that up because that's something that I 
I preach. And it's one of the observations I made when I was first starting out in practice. And my patients were coming to me with bags of products that they were frustrated with because of lack of efficacy. But then when, as a physician, I did a deep dive and was looking at the ingredients, I was so taken aback because the formulations were really archaic in that sense. I mean, skincare has evolved so incredibly and, you know, the formulations have real science behind them. And that's really what spurred my my brand is knowing that this could be done better and taking a cue from skincare and just like skincare, you know, a health, I always refer to the nail as a canvas, right? Like it's how we express ourselves. It's a beautiful way to whatever your, whether it's basic polish or acrylics or gels or stickers, it's, it's an amazing way to express yourself on essentially a canvas. And just like skincare, you know, a healthy canvas is essential for, for beautiful nail cosmetic outcomes as well. But it really was such an eye opener. And to see how archaic these formulas were, it was almost like health was an afterthought. Focus was mostly on really like what I call cosmetic camouflage. Like if there's an issue, just cover it up. And nobody really cared about getting to the underlying problems. You know, I really think that in reality, most of the the larger nail cosmetic companies are focused on color, right? And so health and wellness is really not their thing. It's an afterthought. And that's why our brand, Dr. Dana, is so unique because we are, we are really the first dermatologist-led nail care brand that's looking at the health of the nail and, and really looking deeply into the science. So what was your first product you came up with? Well, my first product doesn't exist because it was a failed, <laughs> failed invention. Um, I was tinkering for years before the brand originally launched. Um, and we did, we did finally launch in 2016. It launched on, on QVC with what is really our hero product, the nail renewal system. The nail renewal system immediately became a bestseller and was awarded an award at QVC for an except being an, an exceptional new product. And I really think it was such a fresh, new, innovative approach to treating the nail. And consumers recognize that and appreciate the, the fact that it offers immediate, recognizable, and shareable results. And I can tell you all about the product. Um, yeah. Yeah, tell us, especially for people yeah. who don't know what it is or um, who it might be best for. Sure. So the, the nail renewal system is a three-step nail treatment system that you only need to use once a week, and you're going to be able to treat 10 nails in 10 minutes. And the nails are going to not only be healthy and hydrated, there's a natural nail strengthener in the third step of the kit but they're gonna finish looking like you had a clear coat of polish applied, but there's no polish. So your nails are gonna finish healthy and lustrous and shiny. You can treat 10 nails in just 10 minutes. There's no dry time. 
And it's really amazing for anybody who has been like a lifelong brittle nail sufferer. We're talking ridging, peeling, weak nails. So many cosmetic nail lovers are covering issues like that up. And so this is an amazing way to kind of get the health of your canvas back. And of course you can resume polish and acrylics and gels, but just like we have to care for our skin in order for our makeup to perform, the same is true for the nail. And that's like a huge tenant of the brand is kind of that concept, translating that skincare concept to nails, which I think is, is a leap for some people. It's also a great product for people who, you know, have overprocessed nails and just like, you know, our hair, if we're using heat and color every now and then we're going to want to use a really good deep hydrating treatment. And that's what the system is. It has step one has glycolic acid, which is, we know it from skincare. It's an amazing exfoliating ingredient. And it turns out that there were studies being published in the medical literature showing that glycolic acid can rejuvenate damaged nails. And I read these studies and I was like just blown away. And I started experimenting with glycolic acid in my office. And it really makes sense because the top layers of the nail are largely dead nail cells. So in order to effectively get the, the strengthening and the hydrating ingredients in, you first have to exfoliate. And we know this from skin, once again, but um, this was kind of like a revolutionary concept for nail care. And it's really the key to why the nail renewal system works so well. So there's a glycolic chemical exfoliator followed by step two, which is essentially a buffer. So that's a physical exfoliator. So that's going to remove all of that surface damage, so to speak. And then you're going to treat with the super hydrating essential oils, which are rich in phospholipids, which have been shown to increase nail flexibility and combat brittleness, has this amazing natural nail strengthener called pistachia, which also has science-backed literature in the medical literature. And it's, it's such an incredible ingredient. It's actually from the sap of a tree that grows in um, the Mediterranean region of Europe. And it's been shown to be a natural nail strengthener. And so, you know, this concept of exfoliate and then, you know, put your hydrating serums and your brightening agents on your skin. We know this from skincare, but it's never been applied to nails. And that's, um, that's the nail renewal system in a nutshell. And I just want to say for women who don't have nail issues, because there are people who do have just, you know, healthy nails, maybe they're more minimalist, they're avoiding polish remover and a lot of the gels and acrylics. People love the system because it gives you that gorgeous, healthy kind of naked manicure look. Um, especially for busy people who don't necessarily have time to go to the salon. And some people view that as self-care and some people view it as a stressful time to cut out in their schedule. So it's, it's really great for those busy, super busy people who want something on the go so that their nails can look amazing in just 10 minutes. And is it compatible if, you know, somebody wanted to do 
you know, a polish or a gel color afterwards? Could they do that the next day or would they wait a week? How long would they wait for that? Yeah, that's a great question. So we recommend waiting an hour and then you can, you can do whatever, whatever appeals to you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the concept of getting the canvas back into shape and, and maintaining it is another kind of new way of viewing nail care. It's not just about camouflage and covering the issues or filling in the ridges, right? You know, with, with a ridge filling type product, it's, it's actually about treating the issue and addressing it in a way that is based upon real scientific evidence. You know, nails kind of blew up the last couple of years and there's been so many new products. There've been so many different techniques coming out and not all of them are doing great on people's nails. And I wonder too, as a, you know, dermatologist, do you see an uptick of people who are having issues? Um, what do you think about that? I love that question. And I actually want to hear your answer to that because I know you see a lot of nails. Um, I mean, the amazing thing about the nail industry is that it has historically been very innovative in the cosmetic sense, not necessarily the health and science sense, obviously, but there's always something kind of new and exciting out there that's being touted. And so, yes, I do see lots of issues come my way. Um, recently, a case that came to my attention, I was just like preparing for um, leading the nail session at the American Academy of Dermatology uh, um, coming up in March. And I was just doing a whole lit review. And I came across this case of a 16-year-old girl. I thought this was so important to talk about. And we actually did a little TikTok on this. <laughs> she self-applied acrylics. And I, I would love to hear your thoughts as a professional because <laughs> acrylics have obviously had like this huge surge, right? I, I mean, there's, there's a lot of home gel, you know, soak off gel users. Apparently there are also people doing their own acrylics. And interestingly, she's a contact lens wearer. She ended up getting, I'm sure you've heard of Pseudomonas of the nails, which the salon's called the Greenies. Yeah. She ended up, which is a very common bacterial infection of the nails that occurs on the nails. It's actually produced by a bacteria that, that, that produces that greenish pigment. A lot of people don't realize it's, it's a bacterial infection really and and fortunately it usually remains localized to the nails but in her case she actually inadvertently transferred the infection to her contact oh my lens gosh. and um if i could show you i'll 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 send you these images it's oh it was gosh. and it ended up causing significant corneal scarring and she was hospitalized, oh, no. led to permanent visionary changes. And, you know, I think there's so many take homes from this story. But first of all, I think the first one that I want to communicate is acrylics have been around for a very long time. This is a, an unusual case. However, you know, you want to stick to the professionals when it comes to something like that. It really requires skill and knowledge when you're applying 
something like an acrylic. And other things with respect to acrylics can, can go wrong as well. And we can certainly talk about that. I would just caution against doing things like that yourself. Also with the, you know, the acrylic trends on the rise, I think we may be seeing more of these types of cases. And so I just think it's important knowledge that while nail care is fun and expressive, there's a lot of, of overlap with health. Things like acrylics can have other adverse effects, namely allergies. And we see this a lot. That I see um, a lot too, yeah. Allergic contact dermatitis. These are, this was just an, an interesting report that I thought was worth sharing. There are so many trends out there. Another big one that I'm sure you're aware of is the Russian manicure. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. But basically for the listeners out there who are not familiar, it's, it's a manicure technique where the, I would, I would describe it as the cuticle being very aggressively removed. You know, sometimes they use, I, I believe they even use like a fine tip scissor sometimes, but it's supposed to be very aggressive removal of the cuticle. And, and so I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> um, the cuticle is often the reason why people end up in my office is from cuticle manipulation and compromise. It can lead to so many issues. I'm not a huge fan of that trend. I know you, you asked about trends. I mean, there's so many, not that it's trendy, but soak off UV gels. There was also big news about the UV exposures. Um, I don't know if you heard about that. There was a new study published showing that the UV emitted was in the UVA spectrum. The scientists who reported on this cautioned against the exposure because it can cause mutations in the skin's DNA, which can obviously lead to skin cancers. And this is, you know, my take on this is we've always known that the UV emitting, be they dryers or lights, are potentially emitting harmful UV radiation. It's a little bit murky when we talk about the LED devices versus the UVA devices. And I have combed through all of the studies on this. Some of the devices that are labeled LED are actually emitting light in the UVA spectrum. And UVA is absolutely, without a doubt, high risk for causing skin cancer, as well as photoaging. And so the take home here is sunscreen, broad spectrum, 30 minutes before any UV exposure in a salon, and ideally some kind of barrier as well. And they sell all sorts of fingertipless gloves, etc. But that's to me, this, this study, while it was interesting, I've always been advising my patients who like gels to just assume that any light that's shining on your nails is in the UVA spectrum. While it's always great to be super cautious about the things, I worry a little bit about the fear of it. From my understanding, what I know was that the exposure in a lamp for your nails for twice a month is equivalent to walking outside for 15 minutes on a decently sunny day. I know like tanning machines are like way stronger than 
nail UV lamps and stuff like that. But I wonder like, is it really detrimental or is it something to think about and be cautious of, especially if you're prone to skin cancers and stuff like that? I think it's different than walking outside because it's such a concentrated, close exposure. At this point in time, we can't really comment on the actual risk because there just haven't been enough studies, which would have to really be done in a way that's prospective on the actual nail lamps, meaning that they're following, I would call them patients, but customers of the salon on a going forward basis and collecting data on whether or not they're developing skin cancers as a, at a higher rate than non-gel users. But I have to say, most dermatologists who have reviewed this literature do feel that protection is warranted, even if you're not so worried about the skin cancer risks, which you should be, um, you're, at, you're getting a ton of photo aging exposure. We're talking brown spots, skin laxity. I mean, nobody wants that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the hands age at a much faster rate than many of the other areas on the body. And so I think that's certainly a relevant discussion. But it, it's a hard thing to study because there's so much variability with respect to the bulbs that are being used, the, the types of UV devices in the salons, the bulbs have to be changed, you know, so it's very, um, it's very murky when we talk about the risks, but if the devices are emitting light in the UVA spectrum, then without a doubt, you should be protecting your skin. As you know, this podcast is sponsored by Orly, but what you might not know is that Orly Plus is the educational platform made just for professionals that Orly recently launched. On Orly Plus, you can access free on-demand courses to master your skills, and that's available worldwide. If you are based in the US or Canada, you also have access to the Orly Plus online shop, where professionals get 50% off retail on all Orly product. And this one is for you, It's a Nail Thing listeners who are licensed nail professionals. Get 20% off on your first order when you sign up on Orly Plus. Just head on over to orly.plus on your browser, O-R-L-Y dot P-L-U-S, and sign up if you are a licensed nail professional and use the code NAILPOD20, N-A-I-L-P-O-D-2-0, and you'll get 20% off your first order. So what would you give as advice for somebody who is just noticing that they have nail damage, what would be the first thing you would tell them to do? The first thing I would suggest is to stop doing whatever you feel like is causing the damage. And, you know, in my practice, I see a ton of damage from going back to cuticles, um, overly aggressive removal of cuticles, huge. Um, the cuticle is the nail's natural protective seal. I always tell my patients. And I understand from an aesthetic perspective why a lot of nail technicians like to remove that, that tissue. But it's, you know, the, the analogy that I like to make is it's kind of like the grout between the tiles in your shower. And if that grout weren't there, then water and moisture would enter. And as, as gross as this sounds, 
the cuticle is the grout. When it's removed, not only does water and moisture enter, but that ends up being usually a breeding ground for a specific organism and that's yeast. And so that's when you start seeing, yes. And that's called a chronic paronychia. And so many people have that and don't even realize it, but that's when the skin behind the cuticle looks a little bit puffy. And sometimes it gets like a little pinkish red coloration to it. That is absolutely going to lead to abnormal nail growth going forward because the new nail is actually growing under that cuticle tissue. And so I see this all the time. I mean, the the nail is essentially a timeline because we know the growth rates. So I can kind of tell what's going on from looking at the entire picture. So that's, that's a super common issue. If if you recognize a nail issue and you can't get it under control in a reasonable period, absolutely see a board certified dermatologist. I, I want to emphasize that because in addition to relatively minor issues that, that can occur to the nail that I would categorize as more kind of mild cosmetic, there are a lot of very serious issues, including cancers of the nail. You know, you can get very rarely, but does happen there. You can get melanoma of the nail. Squamous cell carcinoma is the most common malignancy of the nail. And, you know, unfortunately, I've seen some very tragic cases. One of the first nail melanomas that I actually saw in my career was in my residency. It was a young 20-something-year-old woman who had been covering up what she thought was an ugly nail with an acrylic. And the ugly nail was actually a melanoma. And so while most nail issues, I don't want to be, make this sound scary. Most nail issues are going to be something that's treatable or perhaps induced by products or you're doing something wrong with your routine. There are certain issues that if they do persist, absolutely need to be seen by a physician. I always feel like nails can be a window to your health too. And I always tell my clients, especially the ones that I had seen, you know, year after year, if they notice any changes to their nails, that's could be a sign of something in their body that's wrong. Do you ever notice things like that? If there's, you know, if they lose their lanula or anything like that, do you have clients who come in and they're like, my nails are different. What do I do? Yes, definitely. Well, it's a great point. Um, The nail is really like a crystal ball, you know, it can tell you so much about a person's health internally. And for that reason, I always advise that when you are, hopefully you're having an annual skin check with your board certified dermatologist, but go bare nails. Don't wear polish because your, your dermatologist should be able to examine all 20 of your nails. There are a lot of nail findings that can trigger to an astute physician that something is going on internally. And I'll give you some examples. There's a nail change called coilonychia, which is when the nails develop a concavity. They almost look like a a spoon. And that's classically associated with a iron metabolic issue. And the classic disease would be iron deficiency anemia. But there's so many amazing nail signs that we can 
linked to certain issues on exam. So yes, that is a very important part of a dermatology exam. So I think everyone would love to know what's next for you. Is there any new projects you're working on? What are you up to? Working on a lot. (laughs) (laughs) All very exciting. We have a very robust pipeline of new product development that we're working on, which I'm super excited about. So there's just a lot happening for our brand beyond the nail renewal system. On that note, we are very education focused. And so that's like a huge part of our brand. And we are doing so many exciting things on TikTok. So I want to just tell everybody to follow us at D-R-D-A-N-A Nails. We are just so excited about all of the amazing nail knowledge that we're sharing. Lots of excitement for the brand in the future. So stay tuned. Well, this has been amazing. I really want to thank you for being on here and letting everybody hear all this knowledge that you have. Thank you, Julie. It was a pleasure. This was so much fun. Thanks so much for tuning into It's a Nail Thing brought to you by Orly. It was fascinating to hear Dr. Dana's story on how she became a dermatologist specializing in nails and how her nail brand came to be. She discussed some really interesting cases of DIY manicure disasters and pointed out how important it is to make sure you're getting certain nail services done by professionals. Make sure to check out Dr. Dana Nails on Instagram and TikTok. Don't forget to follow Orly on all socials and also at Orly Plus on Instagram. And make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We'd love to hear your thoughts, so don't be shy to leave us a review. A big thank you to Phonogenic Studios for killing it with the audio during this interview. We will be back next week with another episode and another great guest. If you want to suggest somebody we should interview, email us at podcast at orlybeauty.com.